Welcome to Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Today we have Nirgat Lied. Hello. Hello. Finally on the podcast, you're one of the most perverted people in Berlin. Am I perverted? It's taken a while. Okay. I mean, I'm glad that it's number 69. That really sold me. I really, I was like, it's got to be a special one. It's got to be, it's going to be near. Yeah, not, not, not that I typically partake in 69s. No, I, uh, I wouldn't have guessed that that's your favorite position. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ask why. I, I don't know. I just don't. I like uh, in, in terms of, you know, the gracefulness of your body or what you would excel at. I, I don't feel like 69s would you be. You think 69 requires grace and motion? Um, I mean, in my experience, it's lying down there and just doing. It's more like a it's more like. You know, like someone like Daniel Gutierrez, I see as someone who would like, like something that's just like a, a feast of like feral animalness. And it's not, there's nothing particularly, I don't know, I think you prefer something more with props and maybe something that's got more like structure. <laughs> I love it that you're describing the sex act as if it's a play. Like yeah. you require a narrative. <laughs> <laughs> It has to have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, right. Tensions have to be formed. Arcs have to be created. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I feel like um, with 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 your comedy, I think a lot of parallels could be drawn to like also how you like to have sex. You Uh, you like you like. you, 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 there's a, there's a kind of romantic, but I wouldn't say that you're necessarily romantic. I don't know anything about really how you fuck, but you know, I'm saying you, like, I've forgotten, honestly. If we, <laughs> <laughs> but if we take your comedy as an example, it's like, you know, there's, it's, it's very, um, there's really beautiful wording. There's, there's, uh, oh. a quite interesting mm-hmm. and unique, uh, rhythms and, um, and the way you develop and use words. I think, you know, I think 69 is not your, your jam. <laughs> First of all, thank you for the, oops, thank you for the compliment. Number one, I, I do appreciate that, and and and, and I think maybe maybe the word you're looking for is cerebral. cerebral. <laughs> maybe cerebral. I like to have sex in a cerebral manner. Yeah, I'd say yeah, yeah. You would like to use yeah, yeah, cere- yes, yeah, cerebral or uh, loquacious isn't the right term particularly, <laughs> but like there's a lot of words, you know, there's a lot of words, so I feel like your sex would be more complicated than a sixty-nine. I mean, a sixty-nine can be part of sex. It's not the entire Definitely, thing. Yeah. I just, I, I just look. If I'm on top, then I'm literally committing a murder. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to be on the bottom in a sixty-nine position, and then unless, I suffocate. Unless you're fucking a giant, right? A giant female, because then you would just be like a little, a little hill on top of her. I'm still heavy. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, just imagine the whole hundred kilos. Even like, I think it's even worse when it's a giant because then the weight is concentrated, on literally the... on the lungs. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not spread out. Yeah, right. <laughs> lungs. Is it on the? I'm trying to think. Last time I had a man on top of me, 69, and it's like, no, it's yeah, it's a lot on the lungs. You're right because the chest yeah, area. Yeah, it, it compresses the chest. Yeah, because you've got to have like I've got to have the stuff in my mouth, and so the stuff that's and it's. Here. You're right. You really nailed that. It's it's on the lungs. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's um, you know every time my cat like my my room is for my cat. My cat sits on my lungs and I'm like I can't breathe. You're like I can't get your pussy so, in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it, like imagine what would happen like if a four kilo cat can make me suffocate. What can a fully grown woman? Yeah, I think that do? says more about your lung capacity. Than I know. I know. Woman. <laughs> but what would be like your you know favorite sex positions? Oh God, I really don't remember. I it's. I, I like to be on top. 
I like to know that, you know, that I can run away if I need to. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Oh, oh shit, she's crazy. Bolt for the door. (laughs) No, you'd be like, (laughs) going in deeper. (laughs) Probably. There's, I, I do love the crazy. Yeah, so do I though a little bit. Who like, doesn't like the crazy? Yeah, crazy's fun. Crazy's very fun. Yeah, that's why I'm that the, the whole thing of you being able to run away. I'm like, no, I don't think so. I think it's probably more of a power thing that you're in control, no? Yeah, well, technically she can't run away, so that's probably better. Okay. Exactly. That, that out. I think that's where it's at. Yeah, because I like a guy being like I like all the things, but like you know, when a guy's on top, it's uh, it's like I can just relax a little. <laughs> You know, I, I have a theory. So, like, I, I do, like, in the BDSM dynamic, I would definitely be uh, on on the top side, um, which is, I know a lot of people don't, like, just look at me and they're like, that does not look like somebody in control of anything. Um, but maybe that's the appeal. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the whole thing. Like, women who have a lot of power in their, um, you know, daily life like to be sub. And men who maybe present as not having control over everything, like to I, I do like to present. present. Uh, I do I do have control, and you know yeah. I've had careers where I did things like I do actually have some dominant nature to that regard, and people do listen to me for some fucking reason. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Um, I I've noticed that like in 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 my um career, <laughs> if you will, where dating subs. I, Oh, your I've, career in and dating they, subs. Okay. I don't know what you word to that call a little it. bit. Okay. What, yeah. what 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 I would call that? But I I've, I've, I've divided subs into two types, and I call them the lawyer, and the abused. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'd also get abused lawyers, right? You also get abused lawyer, and these are the best. But I mean, <laughs> and I mean, these are two archetypes, right? So the one that you described is I have a lot of power and a lot of responsibility in my daily life, and I just want to lay down and relax. Yeah, I have heard that many times. Yeah, yeah, and that comes from the lawyers. Or I want to, I want to, you know, have the power to give up my power. Yeah, for for yeah, once, yeah, I yeah. yeah. The way I heard it is, for once, I just want somebody else to make decisions. Totally. That's the lawyer. That's, that's I'm I'm the lawyer. That's the lawyer. And the yeah. abused is, I mean, I, I do mean that in in with all the love and empathy possible. I do mean that. Um, I think it's useful for them. It's therapeutic because yeah. people who have been uh, survivors of trauma basically have higher thresholds of adrenaline to get them going. Totally. And they associate... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, people who've been abused, particularly through family... You usually get abused by people close to you. They, they can Sorry, I'm laughing. They, it's it's not at this. No, no, yeah. <laughs> You're like, there's a punchline coming. No. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just enjoying that we're already, like, so hard, deep in the... Power. It's perfect, it's perfect. So please, please continue. Sorry, yeah. The, 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 they associate, and again, uh, I'm, I'm being as empathetic. This is from my experience, you know. All yeah. the usual disclaimers apply. I'm not trying to uh, piss anybody off. Um, but <laughs> he said while glancing at the camera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like rubbing his hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, when you get abused by people close to you, the feelings of fear and hate and disgust and the feelings of love and... and you get a skewed perception mm-hmm. of what normal is. It requires you a little more. So to mm-hmm. them, being in a submissive sexual position lets them kind of go on a roller coaster ride. Yeah. They know that they're safe because it does require a certain amount of trust to get them to put themselves in that position. Yeah. And then they get to kind of experience those feelings in a more 
controlled environment because it is more controlled. Yeah. Uh, and that was mo- so the, the, the way I, I perceive those ones are, are, is more of a cathartic nature. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. And I was just um, thinking as well, like, yeah, the, the sort of higher threshold for adrenaline, but also, like, I guess, pardon me, the, like the shame, the element of shame, like, because I don't know, like people who have experienced a lot of shame, probably in the bedroom, like it, for the, like doing really crazy, crazy stuff on like, you know, on this, you know, on the spectrum of like, what's crazy? Well, they're crazy is crazier because they've already experienced so much. That's part of it. But it also, it also gives them the opportunity I'm, I'm sure you've heard of the term topping from the bottom, right? Um, topping from the bottom? Yeah. You've never mm, heard of what, what do you mean by the... A lot of t- subs are a lot more in control than the dynamic would at first oh, glance. Oh, yes, totally, totally. Yeah. So to a certain degree in these kinds of dynamics, it does let people who have suffered that kind of trauma and, and um, uh, insults to their body image to, to a large degree, it lets them reassert control. Yeah. Um, which is also a, a therapeutic, and I, I mean, I talk about that on stage, and when I'm going to yeah. do that tonight, and I do think it, it's it's I've, I have noticed a pattern throughout yeah. my my history, right? Yeah, where the, that comes across several times. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Fuck. Thank God for them, right? Are they? Um, <laughs> do you find most um, most of the people that fall into the abused category are they very open about their abuse, or does it just become really clear to you that that's what's happened? based on what they want. It really depends on them, honestly. Yeah, okay. um, sometimes you're like, okay, there's history there. Yeah, um, that they're not talking about. And they're not talking about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does happen. From my experience, yeah, people that have... Exp- yeah, a lot of people open up to me. And yeah, I've, I know a lot of people who were uh, specifically sexually abused as children. And um, yeah. I don't, like, I don't know about their sexual... Uh, like, where they are at sexually. There have been people that I haven't discovered that about but yeah it's just this is so much of it but i think 30 percent of of women have been sexually abused in one way or another 30 sexually 30 percent but not like child sexual abuse just sexually abused yeah i'm not yeah. sure what the breakdown is with children mm. or not right um, statistics but, are so interesting because it's like okay <laughs> what qualifies mm-hmm. at what point I've, I've been meaning to use that on stage as well and yeah. i'm a little scared of it like i've been meaning to go on stage and going 30 percent do you know what that means yeah. Normal, normal, hilarious at parties. <laughs> oh, wow. See, I know, I, right? I haven't been sexually abused, but I think I'm pretty good at parties, you know? I think. Are you as good at parties? As a, as a, uh, Are you sloppy, drunk, dancing on a table, topless fun at parties? Oh, yeah. Well, not I topless. I haven't seen that. Not topless. You I haven't seen, seen me that. at parties. No. I've seen you at parties. Oh, really? When, when have you? Oh, you came to my. Your um, house party. My 33rd party. Yeah. My house party on my 33rd birthday where... I brought the, 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 um, the uh, Russian, I believe, uh, my ex. You brought the Russian. Was I on acid? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that doesn't narrow it down. Now, it does doesn't. It. <laughs> <laughs> was it, yeah, was I wearing all. the blonde wig? Like those photos on the fridge? I don't remember. I oh, was you don't high. remember? Okay, you were high as well. <laughs> all right. Okay, so anyway. I, I love it that every two comedians that meet in Berlin, they're trying to face down where they met, like, it's and like, like and you're like, were you on acid that time? Yeah. You know, it might have been cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever else it was. No, back in those days, I only did psychedelics and, and weed. But no, I'm pretty sure uh, you brought her to this party. Could be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was the last party I had at that yeah, party. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it wasn't as wild as, as 
Uh, it could have been. No, it wasn't that wild. No, 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 no. Uh, I think because most people, well, also when you've got a bunch of comedians around, it's like, it's kind of like, it's like an office party, but you know, because we're often out partying, it never gets that crazy wild because we're going to have to see each other again the next night. And then like, how much do we, you know, I, I, I think we're at the point in the scene where we don't go so crazy loose because we all know that we're going to see each other again real soon. Depressing, right? It's just like you, you go, you go wild where you've got some level of anonymity. Or you've yeah, only got I, your closest. I, 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 I mean, the, the, the phrase, you don't shit where you eat, applies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, people are applying it more. <laughs> there mainly myself. Been, there there have been, plen- been plenty <laughs> of shittings on dinner tables around us. Oh I my God, yes. Far out. But you're back in the scene. You took a break for a while. I'm on and off. Yeah, Corona, corona was, a, was a kick in the nutsack to a certain degree. And I think that I was... Yeah, I mean, only that recently that realization of like why I disappeared for so long hit me, which is mm-hmm. um, when everybody um, when Corona hit you guys or the rest of a lot of people, you were kind of like, oh shit, this is killing my momentum, right? And I was also kind of oh shit, it was killing my momentum. I was gonna go on my second tour in May. Mm-hmm. I already had marketing running. I already mm-hmm. people engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also running one or two monthly showcases that were ticketed a weekly show, and then mm-hmm. I was gigging the whole time yeah. while holding a full-time job. Yeah. So when Corona went, you were I like, was like, oh, thank fuck, I can get a break. Yeah, 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 totally. And then, and then kind of like I settled into a different routine, and there was for quite a while there weren't like gigs and the whole Zoom thing I was a little squeamish about. Mm. So... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, me, yeah, and I think uh, the whole thing of burnout. Like I was, you know, I was running. I think two weekly shows and some monthly shows and blah blah blah. And so when COVID is hit, reco- is it this was still recording, by the way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check. I'm sorry, I just don't see movement, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's because it moves forward. Oh, okay. I'm an idiot. It's okay, but you know. Um, you can you can mansplain my equipment to me. It's all good. No, I was just um, warning. <laughs> like because it wasn't moving and the record button doesn't look like it's hit. And uh, I don't want to say that what I'm saying is solid gold, but uh, <laughs> but uh, don't miss this. It's uh, fantastic. No, I actually wanted to make sure that I'm not speaking too loudly. That's all. No, it's okay. I turned down your gain anyway. But um, but look, uh, you're back and it's exciting. And so through the whole pandemic, you had a 20 uh, year old girlfriend. Long distance. 21 year old. 20, sorry, sorry. She turned 21. She turned 21. Um, no, at the end she was 20, like 23, 24 at the end. 23, 24. Oh, okay, cool. Still, that's, um, yeah. I, like, I, because I've been having this, I've been having this, uh, yeah, chain of like really young people. And, uh, and I'm wondering, there's a few theories. So Ori suggested a new theory, which is that I am dating the son that I want to have. Which kind of ties into the theory around who you date, which is you're, they're dating the father they wish they had. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, but that's kind of, I don't think that applies only to women in their 20s. It applies to most women. Most women essentially um, sublimate some sort of father paternal figure into the vision of the mate they would like to have. Mm. I mean, what kind of adult male figures do you see if not fathers or other people fathers or even the concept of a father? Well, I guess you want the idea of like a, you know, the idea of a partner, like a husband, you know. 
Which yeah, is, but what qualities? Separate. What qualities would you look for in a partner or a husband? Would be probably the qualities you appreciated in the adult male figures you'd had it's, around you as a child. It's logical that it's either a um, like wanting to uh, replicate or react away from. Yes. So it's like uh, either way, your father is going to be dictating. Your father figures are going to dictate your what you're attracted choices. to. Yeah. Absolutely, whether it's like them or like the opposite of them. Um, or, you know, like, yeah, so this idea of like me dating, uh, you know, me, because <laughs> I can't, because I haven't found someone to have children with, so I'm just going to date these young boys so that I can mother them. I don't think I'm mothering them at all. That's, that's, that's so far from what I want to do. I don't think you're mothering them, but I do have seen, or you do have some maternal instincts. I have got very maternal instincts. Yeah. Like I work with kids because I love being with kids. Why have you and got love- no pets? Um, because I, I, I travel and I don't want to be... I, I'm not ready yet. I thought about getting a dog and you then I was like, a, a little dog. Get I'm allergic. I'm really allergic. <gasps> oh, I'm really allergic to cats. That sucks. Which is why I don't go around, go around to your place that often because no. it, it starts to trigger. I, I, like I told you earlier, like the sinusitis thing, if it's a cat allergy... You can get, you can actually get, they've got a, a medical procedure that makes you, um, over like, I think you get like six immunizations and they, they make you oh, that's less like allergic. exposure therapy, yep, exposure therapy stuff. So if your sinusitis is based on your cat, well, you, you we'll can see. get uncat allergic. Well, to be honest, she's going to be dead soon anyway. So Aww. she's 15. My cat lasted till she was like 18 or 19. Yeah, I mean, still. That's three years of you still suffering physically. How long have you had your cat? 15 years. You've had your cat for 15? I've had my cat since she was three weeks old. Oh, wow. That's a long relationship. There's another thing. It is the longest relationship I've had with anything living or dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything. Anything. Articles of clothing. Like, I've moved countries three times. I would argue, what about your grandparents, though? Hmm? Grandparents? Are they all? Do they, they all die before you were fifteen? Grandparents? Oh, I mean, not, aside from family, okay. like my parents have been are still alive. I have brothers and okay. sisters, but like, but it's a close relationship because you've always lived with her. Yeah, and yeah. and also consider the fact that I've, you know, I grew up in Israel, but I moved in two thousand and nine to the states, and then I moved in two thousand and sixteen to Germany. And yeah. In the states, I, I had. Um, I'd moved between cities, so I'd never yeah. stuck around for yeah. a very long time in the same place. Uh huh. And the cat was one of the few constant wow. things. Wow, that's the thing. Like I, I wrote a bit, and uh, I haven't done it for a little while about how my um, faith in having a long-term relationship with a, a human <laughs> has deteriorated to the point where I'm open to, you know, giving another species a try. And uh, but the thing is that, 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 like, you know, humans are garbage. Humans are difficult, um, but I think. But the thing is, uh, the last time I had a pet, you know, the last all the all the pets I've had die, and it's really hard watching a. It's really hard having a pet die, and uh, and yes, it's going to be hard having like a human die as well. But it's like okay, I'm lonely, so I get an animal, but then. Uh, and then, but then I get the animal, and then and then it dies, and it's like, whoa, I don't know. On the other hand, it does kind of teach you. Um, to take that leap mm. of committing despite knowing that, like, honestly, all relationships die. Everything yeah, yeah. dies. Completely. Uh, and you know what? 
doesn't mean that the fact that sometime in the future you're going to be miserable as a result of that death doesn't mean that you shouldn't seize the day now and enjoy what you can. I agree. And it's a very difficult lesson for me to learn yeah. being a highly depressed individual, but yeah. it's something I try to do. Yeah. Look, I, I, I've thought about it. I've really thought about it, but I'm I, my lifestyle is a bit too hectic and immobile and I'd have to... Immobile. Mobile. Mm-hmm. So I would have to take the, the, the little dog with me to shows when I go traveling. It's just... I, I'm, I don't think I'm in a couple of years if I haven't. Yeah, had... and the dogs are rough. I agree. Like yeah. that's what that's the uh, the ideal reason for cats. Yeah. If I had, if I don't have a, um, if I, if in two years I don't have the prospect of maybe having a kid in, in like close sight, uh, then I will be getting a dog. Yes. Yeah. Well, good to know that you know the human species is uh, mm-hmm. readily defending itself from extinction by. Yeah. Adopting dogs instead of breeding. Look, I like. I would like to breed. I would like to breed. Would you breed? Who wouldn't? Um, Lots of people don't want to breed. You know, I wouldn't mind breeding, but the problem is not so much for the breeding as the rearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, that is reco- that not one and the same? <laughs> well, no, you can just, you Like, know. what, you just, like, come and someone that's you breeding? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I'm, I'm 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 male. That is literally what our biological function in this process is. I would say breeding includes the rearing. Okay, but yeah. that's the problem I have in mm. the breeding. Then, mm-hmm. right? That rather than outside the breeding, this is semantics. Um, it is semantics, <laughs> but it's like, come on, mate. Your your job um, in the breeding is so small. Raising, <laughs> raise, raising a child is not something. Um, that's something you do with a partner. Right. Yeah, you have to. Like, okay. And, yeah. And yeah. Uh, well, so far, a partner that I would trust to um, tie my life to for mm. the next eighteen years mm. um, has not materialized. Yeah. Right. In a sufficient uh, manner for me to pursue. I I went to Tenerife with my best friend and her boyfriend and their four month old baby and. Uh, Look, you know, it made me really happy with where I'm at and that mm-hmm. I do not want to have a baby. Any t- like it's the, the kind of partnership I need to have in order to make that commitment to another life is like it it's needs a to team. be it's a, you're building a team. It's huge. It's huge. There's no way I would um do the thing where I have a baby uh like sem- like uh, what is it seminal what is it called? Artificial insemination. I would never like, uh, as in like, be a solo solo mother. I would not do that. I've I've had several um, several. I have I one know. at least that I can remember. One ex uh, ex um, former partner. Um, and that she, you would have. No 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 no. And she really wanted kids. Yeah. And she got accidentally pregnant uh, like three months after we broke up. I think. Like I uh-huh. called her like a year later and like, hey, how are you? And she's yeah. like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, three, four, five. Six. Congratulations! <laughs> that was kind of <laughs> totally. That was that was the thing. And uh, she kept the kid and she raised her and she's a beautiful uh, young girl on her own right right now. And then. 15 years later, she's like, I want another kid, fuck it, and went the turkey-based route, and she's raising a family all her own, and I admire that. That takes balls. I admire it. I Mm -hmm. Look, if I accidentally get pregnant in the next few years, abortion is a really difficult question, and I think I'd struggle to go that route because I know that I would like to be a mother, but intentionally being, like, intentionally being like, I'm going to, I'm going to make, have a baby, but like, you know, by myself, I, 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 I wouldn't do that. No, that was some t- something that I played with 
once or twice and it's like no no I'm, that's definitely not what i'm gonna do it's a real team thing like yeah i mean especially in my case when i'm gonna go like uh, if you're gonna make a baby you kind of definitely need the woman yeah you can't do that i like i yeah, I, yeah. I, I would um yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's 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 more of an interpersonal thing to me. I mean, the same yeah. thing I feel about relationships in general. Like, you know, I'd go on a dating site. What are you looking for? And I'm mm. like, that's a dumb question. Is it a dumb question? I think it is. I don't think so. I think it is because to me, I'm not looking for anything in particular in the world. I would be looking for something with you depending on our dynamic. I, yeah, okay. Am I, I, I open, agree with this. Am I open to other yeah. different relationships? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not gonna tell you hey you i want to date you long term before i get to know you i agree yeah. i agree with the uh what are you looking for with me questions it's like well let's find out what this dynamic allows and, yeah. and what it can what it can offer but i think when i see people like for example on bumble uh it has the has the option of um you know want a relationship want uh want something casual don't know what i'm looking for and the, I don't know what I'm looking for. I used to have that. And now it pisses me off. And it's like an immediate no for me. Because I'm like, I know that I want a relationship. That's absolutely what I want. What I might end up hooking up with someone. You know, if, 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 if I'm, I'm not going to match with someone that's looking for something casual. Because that's not what I'm looking for. I might meet someone who's looking for, just, for a relationship like me. But what we end up having is something casual. Because it doesn't work out. Fine. But hooking up with like like uh pursuing something with someone that specifically says they you know they don't want a relationship fuck that well yeah i yeah. but i i would say like i'm i'm open to a relationship yeah. i would i i would love a relationship a yeah. normal relationship yeah yeah that doesn't follow that i want one with you totally, right totally uh, um, but and, i think it's like when yeah for me i've stopped interacting with people that specify they are looking for something casual because yeah, like, that fair. means that, they that, are they closed ruled, ruled it out exactly i haven't ruled out anything i would mm. love to find someone what dating to, apps are to, you using i'm um, not as many like i just i got Cupid? a bunch of uh, okay cupid was mm -hmm. the one that i had the most amount of success with in mm -hmm. my life but it has gone a very because i'm not a visual person i'm a good writer and yeah. i'm a funny person when i write and my profile on okay cupid was useful because it was a textual medium yeah uh, but now okay cupid is basically tinder yeah um so i don't know i try all of them i haven't actually managed to get on date through those for since before corona on, uh, mm -hmm. maybe i'm not using them right maybe i'm maybe i just don't care I don't know. Like I used to, I used to give a shit. I used to put in an effort, you mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm, um, yeah, I think um, like you're, and I've seen a few people, with, but like you were the first person who I saw do the bit about how you know uh, men use them differently and men just like yeah. it's, it's everything, right? <laughs> Swiping everything. And I recently got Tinder Gold, and the likes, the number of likes I had when I first um, max, like you know, it was like a thousand five hundred, right? It's five thousand. Fuck me. 5,300 and it's like this I is what happens when men are just swiping yes to everything or or just you being a woman or just me being a woman I guarantee you if I get this the number is going to be like two and it's going to be two scams from people somewhere in Mendoza. definitely <laughs> <laughs> no, but like Nav for example who's an attractive young man he, he's like the most I've ever had is like five who Nav Nav okay um yeah, I've, I I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna pay for Tinder. Uh, I, I did it because it was just like I want to see what this is. On. I was also like, 
and that thing that always happens in the in the comedian's mind of like ding ding material you know <laughs> i mean by the way they've started uh, frowning upon the uh, standard um what i call the bionic finger uh, was that? <laughs> yeah, oh, really? They've, yeah, what they're do you mean? Like, they're like, no, you've swiped right too many times right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now, yeah. like, I you actually... You have a limited number of likes, yeah. Yeah, now I'm like... But they actually pop up a window right now and said, like, you've swiped too many times right. So we're going to cool you off for a bit. Uh, so now I actually <laughs> read the profile and I swipe some lefts. The, you, to be a man on Tinder, by the way, I, I, can, I can't imagine what it's like to be a woman on Tinder. I imagine it's basically an assault of dicks on all your senses. Not allowed, they're not allowed to do that. And no, it's not like that. It's I mean, like metaphorically that. speaking. I, there's nothing assaulting about it, actually. And I find it way more empowering than, say, Bumble, where all the, all the responsibility is on, on me. Um, yeah. and, uh, and there's a flexibility in it. Like, it's a, it's a very good system. It works. I actually think it's a good system. I can't believe I'm defending Tinder right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, it I think it works as a as a system whereas and, and I think Hinge is also good too. But I, I don't oh, I, I don't feel there's any kind of abuse or there's any kind of um No no but that's not what I meant. I meant like yeah, I mean, or assault may have, or I, I may have oversold the word assault, but I mean like you're probably inundated with requests. Uh, you only get the request if you, you swipe, swipe on right. them. Yeah. Like obviously, my likes are an indicator of that. Yes, yeah. I have far, far more people interested in me than I'm interested in them. You know, and like even going through all the likes, it's just like, no, like I'm yeah. scrolling through, and it's just like, I, fuck, I, no I one. Definitely, we'll we'll do a t- Tinder profile review of me later. Maybe you can yeah, give me can some tips. Um, <laughs> let's not do that while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only way I was interested, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, but, um, uh, what it's like to be a man on Tinder mm. is basically surrounded by scams. Yeah. Scams. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, at, at this point to me, it's kind of funny and I do this for, uh, research. Uh, yeah. but like I would, uh, I, uh, you know, every once in a while I, I'd like come up on a profile of a pic of someone and I'm like, what's she selling? <laughs> right. And I'll like click on the profile. Ah, there's my Instagram profile. Okay. Let's look at her Instagram yeah. profile. You go to her Instagram profile. Here's the link in bio. You go to her only like link tree and then like only fans, uh, <laughs> that my telegram channel. It's always in Russian for some fucking reason. It, there's all these. And then there's my favorite, which I never understood the scam. I think it's Chinese military intelligence. Swear to God. Ooh. Always a picture of someone Asian. Uh-huh. Always an Asian girl. Always the same cover story. What's it? It's like I, I'm I'm an I'm a single independent entrepreneur in the jewelry business, and I'm in Berlin on business. It's always the same thing. Uh-huh. Always they want to move to WhatsApp. Yeah. You move to WhatsApp. You talk. Nothing like I'm like. What do you want? You want money? Like what? I'm trying to figure out their angle. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. still don't know what it is. That's interesting. But it's it's good hearing this because a lot of the profiles that I see of men on Tinder are just like, whoa, 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 how damaged are you? Like, please, I know I won't follow you on Instagram. I won't like like they Fuck it. Very, you know what? No, 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 no. Let's pull it out and see. They're very, they're very um but no, I'm saying like men's profiles are very like fuck you like no scams no and it's like whoa 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 i'm just looking like I'm i feel i feel bit. attacked <laughs> right now i i'm not all I'm right not... first one hey fragt einfach was ihr wissen 
I mean, but, oh come on. That is such a fucking. I mean, come scam. on. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, hold on, hold on. Let's look. At, let's go to our Instagram. Dude, you shouldn't have nineteen-year-olds coming up. I have all you should, ages. No, you should. I don't think that's a good idea. Of course, you're gonna get scams if you're in your. How old are you now? What difference does it make? You, you don't should not, shame me. You should not fuck a nineteen-year-old. These dude. are always. You the should only, not. These are the only women that would date the me. The fact that the I first woman that pops up is nineteen <laughs> says more about your preferences than about Tinder. No, it says everything about Tinder. No, I think I think changing your preferences is something. I, uh, I've changed my preferences, oh, so no, I no, but, I don't see anyone. But below then, the how age would I have material? How would I have material about this? So wait, wait. Let's let's check out, check out what she's selling, right? Mm. Ellen Mellon W. You Ellen Mellon. Oh, gee, that's a fucking fake name, isn't you can, it? You can, you can, you can, you uh, can mute that out. Not why? Yeah, there we go. All right. Two thousand followers. Two thousand eight hundred followers. Oh, that's not a scam. Then She's what the real. fuck is this? Can I see her? Yeah. I'd love to pull mine out because, but I'm recording. <laughs> but um, uh, where is she from? Dance and nightclub. Okay, so stripper. Stripper. Well then, why? Which is, is fine. Yeah, know. but like, then where's like, how do I buy? <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> this marketing sucks. Where's the call to action? Well, the, the idea is that you <laughs> follow her, and that's as far as it gets. She just she's just getting followers, I guess. Okay, I'm not sure if she's a stripper either. I, I, I think that's, that's not fair. That's one. But um, but look, I get like uh, I I I've seen some great profiles recently. My anyway, I'll tell you some of my profiles. Stop looking at 19-year-olds near. Um, this one is 35. Well, she looks all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like the, one of my favorite ones recently was this guy. He was like, uh, my favorite thing to do is to smoke a joint and then eat a well-shaved pussy for at least uh, two hours. And then he had like asterisk, 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 um, minimum of two hours foreplay with me. Be prepared. Like that was his whole, like that was all the writing on his profile. Does that work? I don't know. It, it kind of the 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 intensity of it kind of attracted me. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. But you um, know what? You know what? You know why women? Why men use these bizarre pickup tactics? They'll try anything because apparently women are fucked up enough yeah. that it works. Yeah, I was not gonna swipe him. No way. But but you were thinking about. But it, it was like you Whoa. read his profile. I I liked how vulgar and like uh, and dominant it was. It was just like poor. And then I was like, two hours of foreplay? Like, I've, got, I've got way too much to do. I can't give you two hours just for foreplay? <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, but you were in the funnel. I, 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 you were in the funnel. I, I was circling around the edge of the you know, funnel. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, AIDA. Are you familiar with that? AIDA. Yeah. Mm. Have you never seen Glenn Gary Glenn Rupp? I can't pronounce uh, I, it. I've, I've heard of this. I don't know. So there's a scene there. It's a very famous scene with Alec Baldwin. Okay. Right? And he, this is an actual marketing term from businesses in What's the 50s, it called? 60s. Uh, the, the movie? No, no, no. The, the marketing AIDA. term. AIDA. And he goes on the board and it's like, AIDA. Attention, interest, decision, action, attention. Do I have your attention? A-I-D-A. A-I-D-A. Yeah, action. Okay. So it's basically the marketing funnel. Do Mm -hmm. you have your attention? Are you interested in my Mm -hmm. product? Have you decided to act and have you purchased it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So attention, interest, and you already had interest. I had interest. I got to interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was was like, no, no, but in the whole, in my whole moment of reading this profile, I also went through all these phases of like, like outrage and then like 
um, sort of disgust, you and were then intrigued. Inter- and then you intri- were intrigued, and then the shame of me being intrigued after my first reaction, which like, made you oh, feel God. even more intrigued. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was this whole cycle. I was like, hey, that's wow. how they get you. Yeah, really, really, it was, it was crazy. It was really crazy. But there's like just some horrible, like, and there's just so many. This obviously, it's like the real world. There's just so many people who I'm not interested on there. Like they're just, you know. Not nice guys, but just it would go nowhere. I, I kind of like, like, you know that I actually used to have jobs, right? And I've been in business and marketing and yeah, bullshit yeah, for yeah, the past yeah. thing. So I do these kinds of things for a living, like marketing, and I yeah. used to do them. And I find it hilarious how modern day dating has become like online marketing. It is it online is a marketing. Funnel. It is a, a you, I used to have spreadsheets. <laughs> of what? Like just tracking statistics from how from swipe to convert. You I was curious. Tinder statistics. Not Tinder. I think it was OK Cupid. Really? I was curious. Like how many? What's my response rate? How many responses become a first date? You were doing you were doing dating app analytics. Yeah, on your yeah, own. my own dating app analytics. That's and, not. And OK Cupid actually used to have when OK Cupid was good, before mm-hmm. they were bought by Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um. They used to have a blog about data. They were a very data-driven blog. And in fact, they have a great book that they, their C, chief data officer published called, yeah. I think it's called Dataclism, mm-hmm. where he's going, I'll find it for you later and yeah, you can yeah. link it to or whatever. But if you, if you, they take data from OkCupid and they break it down and look at social effects. So the more famous mm-hmm. one from them is they made a matrix with an OkCupid, you used to report your race and your gender as well, right? So they took a matrix on response rates between males of a different race and yep. women of a different race. Mm-hmm. And like Asian, you know, Asian women are the most popular, black women are the least. And you can see biases through those data. Mm-hmm. You can see, they said, you know, apparently um, people who would have sex on the first date are highly correlated with people who like beer. There's a bunch of stuff like that. <laughs> That's so funny and it, so it, true. It, it right? is so true, right? Like the tastes, because they have a question, do you sleep on the first dent? And you can answer yes or no. Yeah. And do you like the taste of beer? Yeah. Yes or no. So they can impute, it's called imputing, whether or not you're going to have sex or not on yeah. the first date by your It's so funny because when I was sober, my sex on the first date rate went so down. Like I, I was not able to have sex on the first date. Because Maybe that's why I'm no longer dating because I stopped drinking. I would say that's a part of it. I honestly, I honestly, like drugs are the part of the reason I think our, you know, our species continues because <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> seriously though, because like I, I have like when I'm sober, I, I am able to, I just rule people out and I go home early and I'm focused on my, on my projects when I'm, when I'm drinking and taking you're, drugs, you're like, I get laid dick. all the time. Yeah. yeah I mean. You know what it says, you know, beer getting ugly people laid since 4000 BC. Not even <laughs> ugly people, man. Yeah, like, it's getting everybody laid. Everybody laid. Like, uh, you know. I, I miss drinking. Like, I picked up some, you know, drinking and, and taking drugs. Like, I've, yeah, I've I've had some really good success. <laughs> You're giving me just more reasons to try to get back uh, drinking. I would, like, remove weed from your life and get back onto drinking. Yeah, problem is that drinking fucks up my stomach. Maybe it's going to go away soon. But you think also weed fucks up your stomach, no? Not as much as drinking. Drinking really fucks up my stomach. Hmm, I wonder. Okay, it really, really does? Like you've done it without, like you've taken time off weed and tried just drinking? Yeah, I think I have. I mean, it's just a matter of, uh, I mean, but it maybe it's just a matter of the, the, the alcohol irritates my 
yeah, my yeah. esophagus. It's like not it's not the mm. the the alcohol that's irritating. Like the alcohol in the brain is a problem. The problem is just yeah, yeah. I wonder mechanical if that's, irritation. But, but given sinusitis, I wonder if it's also connected to histamines because beer and wine are heavy in histamines. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer is terrible. If you have um, any issues with allergies, beer and wine, like if you, for example, are uh, experiencing hay fever and you have a beer, it gets worse. I did not know that. Yeah, there are his- heaps of histamines in wine So you're wine suggesting I just go to whiskey? Vodka, baby. I hate vodka. I love vodka. I love uh, whiskey. Okay, so whiskey is not bad. Uh, not bad, but you want, I think you want clearer, clearer spirits. I mean, what you're saying is interesting because mm-hmm. when I do drink a beer, there is like you would have a a a, a, a sinus, reaction, yeah, a sinal, sinal, a sinal, sinal reaction. <laughs> you know, like primal reaction. Yeah. But wait, wait, um, I want to, I want to, I want to listen down later when 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 you tape this. I want to see how the light can go. How Pro- low? Primal reaction. Yeah, I want to know. You want to go real low? I want to know. No, this is too low. <laughs> is it too low? I don't know if it's too low. Um, I want to. I want to see if I can uh, become a sex phone operator. <laughs> <laughs> what? I talk good talk. They can't see my face. <laughs> All right. You want to. You want to like give, give us your best uh, sex phone worker. You're at an interview. Uh, give us your sexiest introduction. You know, f- two minutes. Two minutes. Give it to us. Welcome to Near Sex Phone Line. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you're ready to take customer complaints. <laughs> If you would like to be eaten out, please press 1. <laughs> if you would like to be fucked from behind, please press 2. If you would like to be tied down to the, to the bed and hit with large objects... Large objects? <laughs> please press 3. I can't do that without laughing. You, you have selected. Voice. Are you going to do a sexy I can't. Voice? I'm laughing. <laughs> Come on. Be sexy here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm laughing. Now's your time you to know, shine. You know what is, this this remind me? Did you know that um, some people who enjoy getting hit with objects large and small? Why, act- why do you need to determine the size of the objects? Like, I mean, no, no, not the, the apparently the size of the object is of less consequence than whether the object is um, what is the name they called it? Hard, uh, wacky, thwacky, thuddy, thuddy, uh-huh. or stingy. Okay. There's three Thwacky, different. Thwacky, or stingy. So thwack mm, would yeah. be like, um, a, like not a whip. A whip would like sting. Like a riding, yeah. A like riding. one of those wide, like riding crops. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a thwack. Yeah. A thud would be like a, a baseball bat, or, or a like two a by book, four. or like a book. Two by four. <laughs> Jesus, me. <near. laughs> I was wondering if you're gonna catch oh, that. <laughs> Like a Bible. Like a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> like a heavy Oscar statue. <laughs> oh, that's a thud, yeah. That is a thud. Thuddy. And, and, and stingy would be your whips and, you know. Things like a that belt. Can, things that can draw blood. Mm, what else? What are some more stingy things? Um, uh, whips. Uh, whips. Flails. Cat of nine tails. Cat of nine tails, yeah. Um, what did I use? Belts can be yeah, belts, stingy. Yeah, like if, a thin belt. appropriately. Not a thick belt. Okay, um, and, and thwacky, thwacky, riders crop. What else is thwacky? Like a something that's got flexibility. Something that's got like I don't uh, paddles. Yeah. paddles. Paddles are thwacky. But thin paddles. Thin paddles. But otherwise or they're thuddy. Thin, yeah. Otherwise yeah. they're thuddy. 
Like, if you get the where two by four, then... <laughs> where did you read this? Um, no, no, these were <laughs> discussions on FetLife, I think. On what? I, I, I used discussions to have... Discussions on what? FetLife, I think. Oh. I used to have friends that were really, like, into the fetish community. Yeah, I, I learned about FetLife through doing... Being a judge on um, Smut Slam. Oh. And I met some people who were really into it. Yeah, I, 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 I gotta tell you... I like the sexual aspects of kink, the psychological aspects of kink. Yeah. What I can never get my hand around and wrap my head around is the fucking community. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the community. I can't. I I, 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 can't stand them. It's so confusing. Like, when I was in Austin. The attitudes I don't like. No, when I was in Austin, I I had a partner and we decided to go to, um, they have these things they call munches. Yep. Not a munch, the other one. A play party. That's the... the yeah, thing. munches are... Mun- munches are social. Munches are social and it's just like meeting for talking, right? Yeah. I, and I, maybe I, like trying to connect with people I, to I, fuck I, later. I, I, I've, got, I've got stories about both of these mm-hmm. things because mm-hmm. both of these experiences to me were fucking weird. Yeah. Like I went to that um, play party and it was a fucking house party. It was a potluck house party. <laughs> I brought hummus to a fucking orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fuck? Yeah, I fucked my partner. Like we you didn't, didn't fuck like, anybody we else. didn't intermingle. But the thing that you did intermingle, yeah, or we did didn't it? intermingle. Why we not? Obs- we observed. Uh, it felt rude what to interrupt. Mean? What do you mean? Like, like we didn't know anybody there. But the idea is to meet people, no? Yeah, but we we kept to ourselves. It was a first time for both of us, I think. Okay. And um, and it was just weird because it was a house party. Mm. And I was in this house party, right? And they said the living room is no play. Right. Yep. Um, the rooms are for play. The living room is a no play area until midnight, and then yep. it becomes a play area. So you know, you walk around the rooms, and there's people fucking, and there's a there's a um, what's that cross called? Saint Andrew's cross is it called? I don't know. You what, know what I mean? The, the no. cross that you tie people to. I've never used that. Okay. Well, there's there's a cross. There's a cross. That, okay. It's like an A shaped thing, and you. So okay. They tie people there, and they were whipping them, and me and my partner at the time went to one of the rooms and fucked somewhere, and then like we go back. And we're sitting in the living room, and I'm having a conversation with this young gentleman who's wearing nothing but like a um, a, a small g-string that's connected to a chain with a collar. Yep. And we're having conversation about where you can get upholstery. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, in in the background, like the, the you know the doors are open, we're hearing like ah. And we're like, yeah, this is like, this is nice, nice carpeting. I don't know this guy. I have nothing to talk to him about. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. And then, and then, I have a conversation. One of the a beautiful, gorgeous Indian girl was being whipped to shit by her boyfriend and then fucked on a cross. Mm-hmm. And then I have a conversation with her about her recipes for pot stickers yeah. because she made pot stickers for the for pot, the pot, what a pot stickers like, like um like yakitori. Oh, bit. okay, okay. So she made like pot stickers, and they were delicious. Like, and and it's like just the dissonance. Like I just watched you fucked, mm-hmm. and we're talking. But that's about... what that's the beauty of these I, environments. It was awkward. I, well, and then in the munch. Yeah. What am I supposed to talk to them about? Like, hell, so you like tying women down too? You're a dentist. How interesting. Like, this is just, I have nothing in common with this people aside from the way I like to fuck. What? Okay. So the scene that I, we, okay, I didn't know about Fet Life in Australia. And so when I was in, involved in more like the swinger scene, I guess, um, the people that I met, because there was one party that I liked, they were all entrepreneurs or academics. 
and they were all like very they seem to be you know really so like getting to know them like there was you know the, this iranian couple that were doing you know a P, they're both phds they were like n- these big um, new business people from like chicago you know so the conversation these people were intelligent and interested able to you know socially capable as well and so yes you're you're sitting around in your underwear and you're talking about I don't know, like economic problems and, uh, you know, like you're, you're getting academic and it's interesting, but the idea is you're meeting these people to see if you want to fuck them. Yes, but there's, I think you pointed out something interesting and it also ties down to why I used to like OkCupid. Yeah. There's a very large overlap between the nerd community and the kink community. Yes, massive. And OkCupid used to cater to nerds and kinkies. Yeah. And it doesn't anymore, which is why it's no longer as effective. How doesn't it anymore? It just, it it changed. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's my age. It's just, I don't find anyone that I like there anymore. Maybe maybe I need mm. to edit my profile. It's maybe gone there needs, wider. Maybe there needs to be some edits. It has definitely gone wider. Um, I think its focus has been more, less kink, more um, uh, queer. Yeah. Which is fine. They which both, is both fine. Can coexist, but I, I do but... like the nerds. I do like yeah. I do like going on a dating site where you basically just saw people. I, I love smart women. Field. Go to field. I, I love smart women. Yeah. I, I I really do. I yeah. know a lot of people are like, oh, men are scared by smart. I'm not scared by smart women. Give me a woman that's smarter than me. Fucking let me argue with someone. Yeah. I want to lose yeah, for totally. once. Totally. But... <laughs> totally. I love an argument. <laughs> I lo- yeah, that's that's probably what I enjoy the most. But but the point I was making about After the nerds, seven. yes, is that kink nerds are embarrassing in the same way all other nerds can be. So I'll give you an example. The same mm-hmm. play party I was at, I was at. I went to the I think like the front hall or something, mm-hmm. and there was a gentleman there talking everybody ears off, everybody's ears off for thirty minutes. Yeah. About the proper way to position your hand when you're spanking. And it felt like I'm watching an argument between Trekkies and Star Wars fans. Yeah. And they're just... It's fucking embarrassing. Hit a woman however you want. <laughs> There's... um, I, I've noticed you're, in Berlin... You're not going to pick up on that. Okay. <laughs> well, look. I, I don't disagree. So long as she's into it, that's all that matters, right? Some women might want a clumsy fucking... Full, full palm slap, you know? Maybe some women a lot want just the fingertips and to make their butts ripple, yeah, you know, you like, know, well, whatever. And there's difference in butts. And there's difference in butts. If it's a big butt, then a thwack just makes, like, like these, like, ripple waves. And it also depends on location. So the issue that I have with the, with the community here that I've encountered is that they're... It's like uh, the community here feel... The king community here, from what I've seen, feels more... Um, I think because Berlin's this sort of very PC, like there's, there's a lot of like, uh, kind of like social justice warrior type, like the way people talk is like they're they're It's almost like being in like some kind of student political party. It is. It you know, is. there's, there's a lack of humor. There's a lack of like, um, uh, sort of they're fucking loop. to make a political statement and there's a lack of looseness and and sort of a joviality and it's it's less about this fun experimental giving each other the benefit of the doubt and it's more about this this thing of like people be saying you know trying to argue what's right and how things should be done and it's like boy this isn't i just I, the fun was missing for me from the people that i've encountered 
in the same in the, in the same yeah, year. I, I, and and another thing that like kind of, what is it like right warriors? You know, like they just want to be right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. ugh, boring. It is boring. Let's have a chat. Let's have fun. Let's like. Do we and what to, does anybody have to be right? Just fucking live your life. Can we be funny and sexy instead of like you know? Yeah, but the 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 other problem is that I have with the king community here. Or in general, is and and this is my own personal problem, is that mm-hmm. it's also very closely associated with the clubbing and party scene. And I'm not a clubbing and party guy. Yeah. That's the other. And, 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 and there's these two sides to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's either these like uh, kind of geeky um, social justice not social justice but just like wanting to be correct kind of people. And then there's the party um, clubbing people who, you know, and I don't know how they interact really. I think, I think that part of the reason mm. is that we're foreigners. We yeah, I think the German of, scene we, would be different. We have a subset mm. of the society that is self-selecting to be damaged dickholes. Mm. If you are, and I, I mean that most sincerely, and this applies to me as well. Mm. If you are an expat in Berlin, life has not been going too well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you did not come here by choice. You came here to move away from somewhere else. And mm. I, I strongly believe that. So I, yeah, you, I, have, yeah. you have this self-selecting smattering of people who honestly and legitimately believe that they're strong and unique and individual types, mm. just like everybody else that moved to Berlin with them. Mm. You know, like, mm. oh, I am special. I was queer in Latvia. Okay, well, she was queer in Estonia. He was queer in Ukraine. <laughs> Good for fucking you. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not, you were different there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. a sheep here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not that special here at all. But yeah, I don't know. We gotta we gotta wrap it up, but is there any um Aww. in the next five minutes, is there any is there any other topic that you had thought about that you wanted to um discuss or yeah, any anything you wanted to In five minutes, no. Well, maybe. My, my brain is my brain is shutting down. Uh, <laughs> I gave you a should, time limit. You're I, like, eh, no, no. Can I? Can, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're absolutely fucking right. That is uh, that is when I have a time limit. I'm like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? You're like, yeah, fuck it. Um, um, I can pronounce. I can I can um, promote uh, shows, but uh, probably not because I don't know when this is gonna come out. Uh, I release it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Then um, check me out on social media. I've got solos coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Near East? At The Near East, yes. Because N-I-R. I'm, yeah. That Near is my name, and I thought it was funny. It's and fine. if it's you, good. you know, read history books, you know, that's what they used to call the Middle East. But that might be overdone. Um. <laughs> the Near East is, is your Instagram good and then you're touring your show Return of the uh, Jedi. Yes I am. I've got two shows here in Berlin coming up end of April end of April and middle of May and I've got one in Frankfurt if you so happen to be in Frankfurt. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and you're going to be in your new hour you're talking more about are you t- touring with your new hour or you're touring I'm uh, touring with my old hour, hour and yeah. today with you I'm going to start workshopping the, mm-hmm. the next hour. My next hour is going to be called Middle Rage. That's uh, good. Uh, yeah, the first hour is about basically a person moving to Germany, uh, an Israeli Jew moving to Germany, and all the horrible Holocaust puns that come uh, to mind. And once I've gotten that out of my system, yeah. the next hour is about aging and suicide and all the horrible thoughts that come to mind when you turn 40. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and kink, and also spanking, and trauma, yeah. and abuse, and yeah. suicide. And all suicide. the good stuff. 
Although I feel like every comedian's got got some suicide bits, right? When did I do it? in my mental comedy show, mm. a mental health comedy show? I was like, who else? Who here thought about suicide or something mm-hmm. like that? And the only people that went woo were the green room. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Was this the the most recent? Uh, the one in Cosmic that we did. Ah, uh, yeah, the most like yeah. in November, I think. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. most recent big one. I yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did the first one, and then I was like, I don't want to. Yeah, I've, I've decided I don't want to do shows that... Like, I'll do shows that are for a charity, but I want to do comedy shows that are for stand-up comedy's sake and the mental health stuff. Like, I really respect it. I just don't... Like, hosting for that, I uh, I don't want to... I mean, it's still a stand-up comedy show. I, 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 I come in and I have zero compunction about... But hosting is different hosting to coming in and doing yeah, a spot. Yeah. And so hosting that kind of stuff, I really only want to... If I'm hosting, I only want to host pure stand-up shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can I can understand that. But as far as the set, I think that it oh, kind that's of, it's an entirely different and, thing. And and the backdrop kind of gives you an opportunity to explore. Totally, totally. Being booked for something like that different hosting. It's a different kind of hosting. But 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 no, yeah. I think it's you need great. to care about the subject matter to you, host it. And I do, do but I just I yeah I wanna I only wanna host when it's you know pure stand up. No no no. I, I mean yeah. I don't mean like you don't. I mean no, like you no. need to be emotionally invested and involved yeah. in order for the hosting to. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like my stand-up just, you know, I, I, yeah, when I'm doing stand-up, I just don't want to have to cater to that stuff. I want to just be doing pure stand-up stuff, but I really, I'm really happy with what Moni's doing, and I'm really happy for her, and it's important to promote mental health, so that's some, good. It's some of my favorite shows to perform in, just because the audience is already at such a fragile state that it just... That's why I don't like hosting <laughs> it, because I'm just like, the audience is, is here because there's the fragility here, and I... I want to not have to worry about caring. But that's the beauty of it, because what I do is just stomp, stomp. Yeah, yeah, but, ag- <laughs> but again, doing a stand-up set is different to hosting it. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. you have to host these, you then be like, oh, you poor... Yeah. Well, you just need to be empathetic. And I am empathetic, but I, I don't want to have to do that in my... you know, I do that in my day-to-day life. Yeah. I don't want to have to do it in my fucking comedy. I, I, you know my theory. Have you heard of my, uh, my uh, LFTG uh, theory? What's LFTG? Limited fucks to give. LF... TG. Yeah. Okay. We are born with a, we are conceived even mm-hmm. with a certain limited and finite mm-hmm. amount of fucks mm-hmm. in our system. Mm-hmm. And as we age, we have fewer and fewer and fewer. Like the fucks eggs in my left. ovaries. Yes. Hmm? Like the, yeah, eggs the eggs in, in my ovaries. ovaries. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly that. Yeah. Once you hit that sweet spot of 40, 41, 42, mm-hmm. you really have completely. Run out of fucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm getting there, but like I, you know, I'm empathetic in day to day stuff. But when it comes to like the art, the craft, yeah, I don't want to have to be, you know, limited, like too concerned with. Um, like I do trigger warnings sometimes, and and there, you know, I don't want to, tr- you know, traumatize anybody. But also, like, if you've got a, a pure stand up comedy audience, they know that that can happen that the stuff can be crazy and why like the things that I said could be um, yeah, really pushing gig. boundaries it's a, it's a tougher gig for a host because as a host you need to be inclus- inclusive yeah and you need to yeah be cautious of that but All we've right, got to get going to our show so um, thank you for having me been, I had, I had a, a lot pleasure. more fun than, uh, than I thought I would having to record a podcast mm-hmm. I, I had no idea what I'm doing here I hope you enjoy this the people um, at home I don't, wouldn't know <laughs> But sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed that, Nir. Thank you so much. Uh, that's been Adults Only Comedy Berlin. Thanks so much and goodbye. Was that good? That was great.